Hello, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Laurie Montgomery, and I'm your host. Jeremiah is off until tomorrow uh, doing his job. So uh, I want to say thank you for taking out time from your busy schedule to sit and listen and read and uh, take a bite out of uh, the elephant, so to speak. So uh, it's uh, challenging to be able to set aside this uh, time, but I hope that you will be blessed by it just like I am. Um, Always reading uh, God's word just uh, puts a peace in my heart that there's, I can't find anywhere else. So uh, thank you for for joining me today. Uh, I am going to open us up in prayer and then we can uh, dive right into it. So, Heavenly Father, we thank you for uh, this day. We thank you for all that you provide for us. We're so grateful. Um, Without you, we would have nothing. And so uh, we're just eternally grateful to you for always wanting to provide for us. We know you love us so much. You love us more than the birds. Uh, We are so, so important to you. And you don't want to leave not one sheep behind. So I pray blessings over this moment in time where we open up our Bibles and read exactly it is what you want us to uh, absorb into our lives. Uh, But mostly we are thankful for the gift of your son Jesus Christ and the sacrifice on the cross. Lord, we thank you so much for him willing to do that because it was your will for him to do it. And uh, so, Lord, we are uh, not worthy of it. We didn't deserve it. Uh, but you love us so much that you you had him do it anyway. So thank you so much for our salvation. Lord, I lift up every person out there who's listening to this uh, podcast, Lord. I pray blessings over each one of them and uh, ask you to guide their steps and uh, pray that they are living according to what your will is. And Lord, just uh, put a blessing over this time. Help us to absorb the whatever message message it is that you want us to hear. Uh, put it into our hearts, our minds, our thoughts, and into our lives. Uh, pray that we're reflecting Jesus. And we pray all this in your precious Son's name. Amen. So, <clears throat> uh, I'm going to start with, uh, well, I just wanted to say, I can't keep saying it enough. I'm just thankful that I get to do this. I'm thankful that I'm, I have the opportunity uh, to um, read God's word into the world. And uh, I know there's good things happening with this podcast. Uh, Jeremiah's on the backside uh, working diligently to, um, I think we uh, are working on the website. Uh, we do have an email. It's I don't think it's working yet, but we are getting things set up so slowly but surely you will have a way to you know email us um, and uh, tell us what's going on so um, uh, just just a lot of stuff going on uh, really 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 trying to get this moving but again this for us is not a sprint it is a marathon and we are in it for the long haul and we're just praying uh, God's blessings over it uh, in whatever capacity it will be used for the glory of his kingdom. So I just, I'm just thankful to be part of it. So, all right. Uh, so we're going to dive into um, Matthew chapter 25. And uh, I will read. Let me get my readers on first. Here they are. 
other readers. All right. So <clears throat> this is the parable of the Ten Bridesmaids. I'm sorry. Again, I'm going to say it. Episode 5.5, chapter 25. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten bridesmaids who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The five who were foolish didn't take enough olive oil for their lamps. But the other five were wise enough to take along extra oil. When the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, they were roused by the shout, Look, the bridegroom is coming. Come out and meet him. All the bridesmaids got up and, re and prepared their lamps. Then the five foolish ones asked the others, Please give us some of your oil because our lamps are going out. But the others replied, We don't have enough for all of us. Go to a shop and buy some for yourselves. But while they were gone to buy oil, the bridegroom came. Then those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was locked. Later, when the other five bridesmaids returned, they stood outside calling, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But, the, but he called back, Believe me, I don't know you. So you, too, must keep watch, for you do not know the day or hour of my return. <clears throat> the parable of the three servants. Again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted his money to them while he was gone. He gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver, silver to another, and one bag of silver to the last, dividing it in proportion to their abilities. He then left on his trip. The servant who received the five bags of silver began to invest the money and earned five more. The servant with the two bags of silver also went to work and earned two more. But the servant who received the one bag of silver dug a hole in the ground and hid the master's money. After a long time, their master returned from his trip and called them to give an account of how they had used his money. The servant to whom he had entrusted the five bags of silver came forward with five more and said, Master, you gave me five bags of silver to invest, and I have earned five more. The master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You, must, you have been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. The servant who had received the two bags of silver came forward and said, Master, you gave me two bags of silver to invest, and I have earned two more. The master said, Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. Then the servant with the one bag of silver came and said, Master, I knew you were a harsh man, harvesting crops you didn't plant and gathering crops you didn't cultivate. I was afraid I would lose your money, so I hid it in the earth. Look, here is your money back. But the master replied, You wicked and lazy servant, if you knew I harvested crops I didn't plant and gathered crops I didn't cultivate, why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? At least I could have gotten some interest on it. Then he ordered, then he ordered Take the money from this servant and give it to the one with the ten bags of silver. To those who use well what they are given, 
even more will be given and they will have an abundance. But from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. Now throw this useless servant into uh, outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The final judgment. But when the Son of Man comes in his glory and the angels with him, then he will sit upon his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered in his presence and he will separate the people as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep at his right hand and the goats at his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you invited me into your home. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and, and see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink or a stranger and show you hospitality or naked and give you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will say, I tell, you the, I tell you the truth, when you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it for me. Then the king will turn to those on the left and say, Away with you, you cursed ones, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his demons. For I was hungry and you didn't feed me. I was thirsty and you didn't give me a drink. I was a stranger and you didn't invite me into your home. I was naked and you didn't give me clothing. I was sick and in prison, and you didn't visit me. Then they will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and not help you? And he will answer, I tell you the truth. When you refuse to help the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were refusing to help me. And they will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous will go into eternal life. All right, so I made a few notes about this, uh, going back to the parable of the ten bridesmaids. Uh, my basic takeaway, well, I ended up just uh, circling uh, verse 12. Uh, but he called back, believe me, I don't know you, so you too must keep watch, for you do not know the day or hour of my return. And, and he says that, you know, we said that in the last chapter, uh, where, you know, he says, nobody knows but the Father. Uh, I think that this is basically telling you to be prepared. Do what God is telling you to do and be prepared because you don't know when he's coming back. So be on point all the time. Uh, do exactly what you're supposed to do. Read, read God's word and do what it says. You know, I think that's basically uh, kind of in a nutshell. Just be ready because God's coming and there's no, you know, there's no do-overs. That's it. When he shows up, that's it. So then going into the parable of the three servants, uh, this for me goes with, okay, so I'm going to throw in something secular here. So in Spider-Man 3, I think it was, or maybe it was Spider-Man 2, uh, Doc Ock or whatever his name is, he says to Pete before, he's the octopus guy, he tells Peter Parker, he says, with great knowledge comes great responsibility. And that goes to Luke, I think it's Luke 
1224 uh, with great wisdom comes great responsibility and so I think God is saying here uh, you know I'm going to give you you know this much whatever it is it's either five bags of silver two bags of silver or one bag of silver whatever it is everybody has different gifts everybody has different uh, ways of doing things and uh, these are all the you know what God has given to you and he wants you to use it to the glory of his kingdom so whether you have the gift of speech or you have the gift of song music maybe you're good with math maybe I don't know whatever it is he wants you to use it for the glory of his kingdom. You know, you know, if you're good at math or you're a CPA, maybe you can do pro bono stuff for people who don't know how to do their taxes. I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, uh, if you are really gifted in music, you know, um, maybe he's calling you to be a worship leader. But with the good gifts that he's given you, I believe he wants you to do good things in order for you to further the kingdom. And so... Uh, so he says, the man, and this is a famous quote, uh, well done, my good and faithful servant. That's famous. Everybody knows, well, not everybody, but um, I hope he says that to me when I get up there to heaven and he opens up the book and he says, oh yeah, Lorraine, here you are. Come on in, my good and faithful servant. That's what I want to hear. I did exactly what I was supposed to do. Whether I did it perfectly, probably not, but it is what it is. And then um, he says it again, well done, my good and faithful servant, to the second guy who had uh, two bags of silver and came back with two more. But then for the last guy, you know, even though he only gave him one bag of silver, uh, he still expected him to do something with it. So, you know, you know, everybody has different things that they're, that they're good at. I don't think not one person goes through this life without uh, a gift from God. I don't know what that is, but, you know, you have to decide, you know, what, what God has given you. And so he was, you know, upset that this guy took his gift and buried it, you know, under, you know, it's like taking your light and putting it under a basket, you know. He doesn't want that. He wants, you know, it out there. He wants it to be preached. And so he got mad at him, and he says he was wicked, and he was lazy, and he says, you know what, you, you're going to take your silver and give it to the guy who did a lot of stuff with it. And, and then you're going to get thrown into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And then Jesus goes on into um, the final judgment. And I think this is, again, uh, it's along the same lines. Uh, and the king will say, I tell you the truth, when you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. I believe that whatever good works you're doing out there, it's, you know, you might, okay, so I had a friend of mine who used to uh, see people, um, you know, the, the homeless people with their signs, you know, we'll work for food, whatever, uh, and he would literally go to whatever fast food place that was close and go grab a meal and bring it to him. Uh, he would pick up people along the, you know, hitchhiking along the road. I, you know, I feel bad not doing that because I would like to, but, uh, I, you know, being a, a female in this day and age, picking up strangers, not a good idea. My husband would probably get very upset with me to do that. So I did do that once, but long story. Anyway. I believe that God is saying, you know, if you're doing it for them, you're doing it for me. 
And so you're furthering the kingdom. You are, you know, even, even if you're not uh, preaching the word to them, your actions are being Jesus. You're being kind and loving. And, and that's what he is he's saying, you know, on judgment day, you're going to be, you know, accountable for what you did or did not do. And, uh, you know, it is what it is, but they will, you know, you do, do good things with the gifts that God has given you. And that's what it comes down to. So, well, that's about it. That was a, a good one. Uh, I hope I didn't ramble on too much, uh, with that. Um, again, we are getting our web page up. We're, we're, I'm working on the Facebook stuff to get everything uploaded so you can, you know, you won't miss a day. Uh, my apologies if we've been a little slacking, uh, but we are working to get it, you know, running like a, a smooth oiled machine. So as best as we can. So uh, at this moment, um, I want to give you the opportunity to accept Christ into your lives, into your hearts. Um, I uh, will never not give you that opportunity. Uh, one of the sheep out of the hundred uh, gets saved. I'm good with that. So um, I'm going to go ahead and lead you in the prayer. And uh, if you haven't made a choice for Jesus yet, I hope that this is your moment in time to do that. So let's pray. <coughs> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It's his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior, and I give my life to you, and I will live my life for you. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome to the kingdom of heaven and uh, into the brotherhood and sisterhood of Jesus Christ. That's an amazing life turning point. I mean, it's just, it's going to change your life. Um, just those words, um, just releasing you from the sins that you've committed, the sins that you are going to commit. It's all covered by the blood of Jesus. So just get into a church, get to a pastor, get into a life group and, uh, and get involved and start doing what uh, what God has uh, appointed you to do. Figure it out, pray to him, and find out what it is that you're supposed to be doing in this life. Uh, I'm thankful that you are here again today, and uh, I'm just uh, eternally thankful that I get to do this for you and for us, for all of us. So with that, thank you, and God bless you. Have a great day, great night. And I will see you tomorrow with Jeremiah. Stay tuned.